We are in such a good mood today that we're just going to ruin it right now with this next podcast. You'll notice here we have strongly agree, agree, disagree, strongly disagree. For and apparently this game is supposed to make couples fight with each other or something. No, it's just supposed to be informative. What are, what it's are supposed they to be shocking? All, like, what are they all you titling? You agree and I disagree? What are they titling it on YouTube? They're like agree or just couples. Couples couple agree, or, agree disagree. To, or disagree. Yeah. Anyways, YouTube. it's trending right now on YouTube, so it's, we figured. No, this is old. Stella and I only find trends when they're like <laughs> seven better or eight at following years old. TikTok, Instagram trends, than we are on YouTube. This is trends. old. I don't think this is trending anymore. But it once was. upon a time this was, and we're just now hopping on. We're bringing up the caboose mm -hmm, of this mm -hmm, trend. Mm -hmm. Cool. Let's do it. How do you play? Okay, so I have a list of questions. Thank you, BuzzFeed, and I'm gonna just say them, and then we're gonna point to the paper. I'm going to be like one, two, three, and we're going to do it at the same time. And okay. it's going to be and so dramatic. And for people who are only telling. listening on Spotify or anywhere else that podcast can be found, we will say what we're pointing to, too. Either strongly agree, agree, disagree, or strongly disagree. Mm -hmm. We got four options. Yes. Okay. Give us our first one. Okay. And I want to like say this. Okay. No wishy-washy. Like, if you actually strongly agree with something, you have to say it. You and your partner should have the passwords to each other's phones and social media accounts. This is easy for us. Watch us do exactly opposite things. <laughs> and a three. One, and a two, two and three. And a one, two, three. Just no. <laughs> strongly agree. First of all, of course. What are you hiding in there if you're not sharing your phone password? Secondly off, your wife can't find her phone or it's dead a lot of the time and she needs to use yours. First of all, it would be so weird if I was like, Dell, I can't find my phone. Can I use yours? And he was like, yeah, hold on one sec. And he like shielded his phone from me and typed in his code. That would be weird. That would be so weird. Yeah. Everyone, we both pointed to strongly agree. Everyone in my life knows my phone password because I... Well, I mean, you don't have to share it with everybody. No, just like all my friends. Because no, even my face, friends are like, hey, can I use your phone real quick? Our faces unlock each other's phone, right? No, mine never does. Yours always does. Your face Not because you're your a phone. jerk, just because when you set things up, you take the time to use no, your... No, I have yours... Beautiful. For the longest time, only your face would no, unlock my phone. Just because you wouldn't set That's it up and saying, then I finally made you, you do it. you take the time to do I'm it. like, look at your phone. Do you read through my texts? Hardly. I Sometimes I get frustrated that you don't respond to anybody that texts you. And I'm like, text them back. I don't do it in a way that's like, I need to keep tabs on Dallin. I do it in more of a nosy way. Like, yeah. oh, I wonder what he, like, I don't yeah. know if like I'm bored, I'll go read your text. I've never felt like you need to like peek over my shoulder. Okay. Couples do not need to have similar interests to be compatible. And a three, a two, a one. Do not need to have similar interests to be compatible. Yeah, do you okay. so do you agree that couples do not need to have similar interests to be compatible or Some do you positives disagree? Positives and negatives here. Okay, one, wait, two. Wait, wait, let me see where things are. Couples do not. So if I disagreed with this, I would agree that they needed yes. interests that were similar to be compatible. To be compatible. Compatible is a big word. If I disagreed with it? Yeah. One, two, three. I, mean, I don't strongly disagree. I still think there's hope. I just disagree. I think being similarly interested helps, helps a lot. A lot. Yeah. For example, I feel like we don't like each other's things a lot. I think we yeah. like to hike and we like to like go to restaurants. And we like comedy shows. Okay, but like all the things that we like were things that basically ended when we had kids. So then it felt like all the things that we like to do, we never do. And we just have all of the things that we do are able to do like i don't really like your music 
a lot of the shows you watch are too scary for me. Huh. Like all of these things that we could bond over with kids, we don't. And sometimes it feels like we don't like anything that's the same. Like with kids, one of my main hobbies is gardening. And you're you're just like, I don't get There's it. There's not a lot of fun stuff you can do when you have to watch young kids. Can you too. imagine though, like go there with me. What if you liked gardening? Can you imagine the fun we would have? <laughs> it would be so helpful. Yeah. We would do it together. We'd just be out there. We'd think lot. about plants together. We'd go look at the plants together. We'd order them together. We'd be excited for the plants to get to our house together. And then we'd plant them. Like right now I'm like, get out here and look at the berries I grew. And you're like, great, I love it. And you're supportive, but you're just like, mm -hmm. you don't get the passion. Yeah. Or like, what if I liked Pelotoning? Can you imagine? That's your favorite thing. Can you just imagine? biking in general. Imagine if I was like, Dallin, let's wake up at five in the morning and do the hardest Peloton together and like see what our top output is and see if we can beat our last top output Sweet. you'd be like yeah let's do <laughs> it awesome i love you and, and we can go and then we on actual do bike it. rides together too well we can't because we have kids we remember can't. chapter three of my book <laughs> she stayed home <laughs> oh, but my God. husband had fun chapter four <laughs> no but like i think it would be so helpful mm -hmm. we like shopping together i don't want it's the worst to take your kids shopping. Like, it's usually like, I'm going to go shopping. Watch the kids. A few more years, we can go for like an hour at a time while George watches the kids. It's a few more years. Other Until then, we just got to pay for babysitters and stuff. So I don't think... Which we still do on occasion. I don't think it's impossible, but I think it would really just be so fun. Well, that's why I said, literally, this is like literally not compatible zone. But we're compatible... It's just would be more compatible. Okay, so here's the middle of the disagree circle. I'm like above it. Yeah, I'm like slightly above it. Can yeah. you imagine if you were as into the show bringing up Bates as I am? <laughs> we were just like... Oh, no, the last thing we I want to like, watch. Or like if you were like, Ash, let's watch Toddlers and Tiaras for three hours I today. would rather just go you ahead and go die. eat sand. Yeah, I know. And you hate yeah. sand. I but like, Sam. imagine how close we would be and how much fun we would be. I, I or guess. if I was like, you know what, Dal? I just want. We to... have shows we like to watch What's together. That band you like with Courtney Kardashian's husband? Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah. What if I was like, you know what I want to do today? I just want to jam out in the car to Blink One Eighty Two and just listen to it. Yeah, that'd be cool. You'd be like, oh, why don't you? Because we should. I'm just like, by the end, it feels like my brain is on fire. Next question. Okay. A good personality is always, uppercase letters, more attractive than good looks. Like initially or in the long run? I don't know. You're going to have to define that for yourself. Always. So always? Always. Eternally. For eternity? Oh. Use... Good personality all day. No, they use the word all. You're such a liar. What? You are such a liar. I'm saying for like somebody that you have to live with and be friends with and stuff. No, attractive. Someone that you're attracted to. What is more attractive to you? Good looks or a good personality? Like right off the bat, looks. Stop. You're supposed to point. Okay. <laughs> so the question is. <laughs> the question I'm going to answer these for you. A good person. I don't want to live with a hot bratty chick. Stop. Point okay. first. A good personality is always more attractive than good looks. Uh, that's what I meant. 
You can. You're allowed to. No, this is what I meant. Disagree. I'm like. I think looks are always most attractive. That's basically what attractiveness means, kind of. I'm not. I'm not mad at you. <laughs> it I mean, there's a reason dating profiles have pictures. You know. Yeah. Okay. But when it comes to marriage, I think you gotta look long and hard at who they actually are, because um, you know looks fade and personalities are very hard to like. You can't just up and change somebody. You know. And I think personalities are freaking important. I mean, there's people that are divorcing models all the time. You know what I'm saying? Tell okay. me when you're done and I'll talk. I'm done. Those okay. are just my thoughts. I just feel like um, personality is important, but if I'm not attracted to you, I'm not going to. They're obviously both important. I'm not going to date you, though. Yeah. If you were just hot, I would date you. And then find out you had a bad personality. That's what I just said. Marriage material personality becomes a lot more important. That sounded mean. I just think you have to be attracted to someone. Yeah, you do. All of the people who, all of the guys in my life who I didn't date that were my best friends, I didn't date them because I wasn't like physically attracted to them. Uh-huh. But I hung out with them all the time and we were really good friends. I mean, that might. Or they didn't like me. <laughs> yeah, that or, couldn't, or that it couldn't like, have been it. Or it was the flip of that. Yeah. And like they didn't date me, but they hung out with me all the time because they thought I was cool. But they didn't date me because they weren't physically attracted to me. Mm -hmm. With you, I feel like now being married to you 10 years that I didn't know you. Yeah. I think I knew like the preface. If you were a book, I had well, read, we I read the back for, cover. We only dated for a few like, months. It was like, Dallin's a fun boy who likes... And people change too. Adventures. We That's both, what I thought I knew about we you. We both changed a lot. Literally though, I think all I knew was Dallin's a fun boy who likes adventures. Mm -hmm. And that was it. And I was like, sign me up. Lifetime, yes. <laughs> yep. That's all I need to know. <laughs> Lifetime, yes. Also, he's hot. Like, he was mostly, I'm super attracted to you and you're so hot. Mm-hmm. But also, there was like a feeling of comfortability, comfortableness. Nice. So like, I don't know what that comes. I think I, I just think like we were each other's people maybe. Mm -hmm. Or you were for me. I thought you were cute. I liked being with you, but I also felt like very at home and at ease around you. Likewise. I also remember the look you gave me when I gave you a foot rub. It what? was like <laughs> burning... Passion. <laughs> yeah. Well, I felt burning passion for you long before the foot rub. Oh, sweet. You know that, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Dallin was, like, way cooler than me when we dated. I was just, like, a puppy. It's like, take me home. Pick me. I just felt unconditionally loved by you, and it was enough for me. It's great. Number four. Getting a little harder. In a heterosexual relationship, okay, the man should always be the one to propose. Do you okay. agree or disagree? Okay. Three, two, one. Mm -hmm. You agree. But not strongly disagree. Agree. Do you know what you're pointing to? Yeah. Okay. Agree. Uh -huh. But not strongly agree. Yeah. Okay. It's like modern society. I mean, we tried to record this podcast once before and ended up fighting too much, so we canceled. I feel like this one's going a lot better. Take two. But after this question, we looked up the history of marriage proposals 
and we learned that it was all just about an exchange of power and property and goods and political bartering and stuff over the wife <laughs> between the men. And um, today's modern society doesn't have any of that crap anymore, but it's still kind of a leftover tradition that the man traditionally proposes to the women. But it doesn't need to be like that anymore. But I feel I still feel like it's kind of the man stepping up to the plate and taking the masculine role of being the, you know, the protector, Making the man, the, the statement that the woman really appreciates that uh, I love you and I want to commit myself to you. But in Would today's modern society where you are not my, my physical property anymore, I think there's nothing wrong with women proposing either. I have like what I want and then what I think like what I want does not equal what everyone should do. That's kind of what I just tried to say. Yeah. Here. So like for me... I feel like women would appreciate the man stepping up and making a statement by proposing. Yeah. For me, I would be like blown away by like you being like professing your love and proposing to me. Yeah. And I feel like I waited. I was like in our relationship, I was waiting for that. I did a really bad job at waiting for that because I was like, hey, just so you know, if we end up getting married anytime soon, I'm going to need to switch jobs because we'll probably end up moving by your school. And if I need to do that, I need to put in my papers now because mm -hmm. they're asking me and I need to start applying to jobs. That was like my tentative proposal to Dallin. And Dallin was like, that might be a thing that you should do. And yep. I was like, great. Good. Romance. Noted. Maybe that helped you feel comfortable enough to propose. Because uh -huh. I was like, I have done that. My school is planning on me leaving. And yeah, it was kind of just like steps falling into place. Right. In like Perfect Ashley Land, you would have beat me to it. But also, I don't know if I would ever let you beat me to it. Because I was just... I'm kind of like a, I need to know what's happening kind of gal. Mm -hmm. And you're kind of like a, whatever happens, happens, bro. Yeah. Kind of guy. That's me. Would you have proposed to me? I don't know. It all happened so like, fast. Like, was it going through your mind at all? Like, oh, yeah. I probably should propose soon. Yeah, it's all happening so fast. When was, did you have a plan for proposing at all? Like, were you like waiting for like, or did I just jump the gun so fast? Probably a little bit of both. Yeah. Next question. <laughs> a relationship only because... You pressured me into it. I don't think I... You could have said no. I'm kidding. Yeah. Okay. A relationship only becomes exclusive once the other asks you to be their partner. Well, you got to have a DTA. No, DTR. DTR. Return, determine the relationship. I mean, I would... Strongly agree. Next. Okay. It's okay to go to sleep angry at your partner. One, two, three. three. Strongly I, we, agree. we do that all the time. It's fine. Sometimes it's just good to stop fighting. And I and feel like your brain after having day. a good rest is just thinking a little more clearly. Yeah, smarter has better comebacks. And you can just go and apologize what you need to know you need to apologize for deep down and just talk about it from a little more of a rational place rather than an emotional place. I think there's nothing wrong with going to bed angry at each other. I feel like sometimes you just get in such a fight that you start to be defensive instead of productive well also i feel like it's so emotional you can't like formulate your thoughts there's a little bit a lot of times where we've been fighting and then we go to bed angry and i'm able to like sit there and be like what am i trying to say like what 
how how do I like put my feelings into words that he will understand? Mm-hmm. Like where I haven't been able to before. And then when we talk in the morning or fight in the morning, I feel like we're both able to be like, this is what I was trying to say. Mm-hmm. You know, like I was really angry because of this. Whereas the night before, it's just like, I'm just really angry. Yep. So I think it's yeah. actually... Productive conversations don't really happen when you're emotionally charged a lot of the time. Like... Well, maybe that's where some true feelings could come out too. But also I feel like for me, a lot of time stress and anger can kind of become a a window through which I see things that may not be super reflective of reality. Yeah, like you just can't speak your feelings because you're just so mad. Because they're so colored by emotion. Like you're able to sleep on it and think about it and be like, I felt this way yes. when this happened. I feel being the key. Yeah, word. I think going Rather to bed than angry. You are so. Going, you are I such mean, a. In a perfect world, you don't have to, but I think that's like a stupid fantasy to be like, we'll never go to bed angry. Yeah. So our advice is to go to bed angry all the time. Well, I just feel like our. Not all the time, whenever no, you need to. I feel like <laughs> we've ended fights faster by talking it out, bitch, by being in the like, next morning. This is ridiculous. Don't talk to me. I'm going to sleep in this room and you sleep in that room. And then we think about it. Uh-huh. And then we come back in the morning yeah. and we're like, I felt this way because. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay, next question. Okay, number seven. Cheating is unforgivable. Three, two, one. I think I just... <laughs> okay, I'm just trying to go down the road. You cheat on me. What do I do? Uh-huh. I think I would try to forgive you. I don't think I would ever get over it. Like, I don't think I would ever be right. like... Right, and that's where I'm at. There's no... That life is short, and marriage is really hard, and it's only worth it if you're totally committed to each other. And if you're not totally committed to each other, and you're off literally physically sleeping with other people, then like... I mean, I would be just as equally annoyed if it was just virtual like over yeah yeah sexting too that's that's messed up in a committed marital relationship and so i just feel like it's not worth all the work if you're not both committed i pointed to strongly agree so you agree that cheating is unforgivable yeah would you just be like our marriage is over if you actually did cheat on me i mean i haven't really gone down that road because you're so trustworthy and loyal to me and it's probably something i take for granted more than i should but, um, I mean, it it's would not, be a real no... blow. Yeah. So I, I think feel I like would... marriage is only worth it if you're both super duper committed. I don't think uh, there's like two roads, right? One road is I don't. So I pointed to disagree. I don't think you would cheat with me unless it was over in your head. Unless you were like, mm-hmm. we're just married because we got married 10 years ago mm-hmm. and I'm in this. But like you were you were like checked out. So, like, I think our marriage would probably end because I, I don't would. see you doing that and being like, it was a mistake. I oh. didn't mean to. But if you actually did make a mistake and didn't mean to, and I, like, cognitively can't figure out how anyone could be like, I accidentally had a relationship with someone and cheated on you. I would be like, I would lose a lot of respect for you as a person and just kind of be like, what? Yeah. So, like, the one road is I don't think you would cheat on me unless our marriage was over in your head. So, that would probably equal our marriage would be over. You know, like, 
I don't think I would leave you until you were ready to leave me. That sounds weird, but like... Maybe you should be the one to leave me. Maybe. Other road, I think if you cheated on me and then were like, but I want to make this work and I'm so sorry, I don't think I would be like, no, there's no way this is going to work. It's over. I think I would be like, okay, like, I guess we can try and work through this. But I don't think I would ever get over it. I think it would always be this traumatizing thing that kind of crept right. into our yeah. marriage and so constantly. I'm just kind of like, yeah, if I, we definitely have to go get like a therapist and see if it's something because I, I would want it to be fully gotten over or like let's let's get real or let's not play type of thing like life is short we only have this one life let's do it with somebody that we're super duper committed to it in love with or just go our separate ways because we just want to be happy and and like it's not worth it if we have all these grudges against each other and it's just sucks i just don't think i would think of you as a friend after that see would, that would suck so would... that's why i pointed to strongly agree right but i don't know I would try and forgive you, but I like just going off of like how hard it was for me. Like, you know how you like broke up with me? Like that was like day whatever, like day 50 of our life together, right? We weren't even dating until that moment. We were like, literally it was like five minutes and you were like, I think I want to date after it, like keep dating. And I was like, I'm in love. Yes. And then you like broke up with me the next morning. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it, I was probably a little loose with my words. Right. No, I'm just saying like, that was like hard for me to come back from with you. Uh -huh. I can only so imagine how hard agree. this would be for like, I would feel vi like a thousand times more betrayed. Yeah. Rightly so. Next question. Next question. Having a fast paced relationship is okay. Okay. What does fast paced mean? Probably what we did. Like we were married within six months. It's okay. It just says, okay. I mean, I strongly agree. I think sure. it's okay. Yeah. You know, you know. It's probably not the greatest. I mean, like, it's like, I, though, there's it's this, like gambling. There's this rule where it's like, um, it was how to know you're making the best decision, giving lots of options. And it was like, you reach a certain point where, um, like the best, the best option up to this point is your best choice because filtering through a bunch of other options it maybe or maybe not find a better person than that. I think it was like the fifth one or something like the fifth person that like it was the giving the example of interviewing people. You don't sit around for months and months, interview like 500 people for a job. Like you get go through and once you find like a pretty solid one, it's more worth it to just hire that person than sit around and interview like a hundred other people just to make sure like you pick yeah. this one and move forward and, and get the job done good enough rather than just like, postponing it for months until you find like a super super good one because they may not even end up being super super good i guess i'm assuming this is like a fast-paced relationship like you meet and you end up married fast i don't know if that's what it means but that's a very vague question maybe we should just move on i think it was fine i think it worked out great for us yeah honestly we just got down and dirty and started life together if baby we hadn't been married i don't think we would have stayed together through some stuff like yeah. just if we had a kid unmarried uh-huh I don't know. Maybe we would have. But there, I felt like there were a few like moments in our marriage where the thing holding us together was the fact that we were married. Oh, yeah, for sure. No, I think marriage does that. It's like a laboratory to help people grow up and at the expense of the other person's feelings a lot of the time. And it's um, hard, but it's messy real life stuff. And I think marriage really helps a person grow up. I do think looking back now, I'm like, geez, Ash, like, 
you you were banking a lot on that you knew this guy i know me too and it worked out great like, i didn't even meet your parents until like two days before our wedding day i talked to your dad on the phone right like i had had like one dinner with no we were engaged before we were engaged i probably hung out with your family like yeah. one and a half times mm -hmm. um, moving fast and dirty baby i think we were lucky yeah that i didn't end up being a psycho or you didn't end up being like a psycho mm-hmm Number nine, everyone has a soulmate. Hmm. Mm, I don't. Okay. Three, one, two, two, three. One. I disagree. I, I disagree don't know. too. I don't think that's a thing. I like written in the stars. There's only one person out there for you. I don't think that's a thing. I don't either. I think there's like people. I think that can set you up for a lot of disappointment and heartache and, and expectations. When, when expectations aren't met, then you're like, did I make the wrong choice versus like, how do we just make this work together on planet Earth? Like the people I went on dates with or dated, I always was like, or even kissed. I was always like, is this what it feels like? Like, is this, is this it? Is this what people who are like madly crazy in love feel like? Or is this what like, is this like what a kiss feels like? And I was always like, eh. until I met you and I, it was like the universe, like, running me over with a truck nice. with love and being Sweet. like, like I, it was like it felt like the strongest like like this is it this is him like the second i was like in your presence cool or like kissing you like i was like oh this is what like a kiss feels like like when there's cool. like the feeling behind it mm -hmm. so i don't know if that means you were my soulmate i kind of always thought it did mm -hmm. i don't know though i also, I feel like I could like probably get there with other. You were the first person I met where it was like immediate. Cool. I think that's what people call like the soulmate feeling. Yeah. Now I think the soulmate feeling goes away for everybody after like the first two years, according to science. It never went away for me. Mine neither. Next I'm question. <laughs> no, I still feel that way for you. <laughs> it's deeper than that now it's deeper than the soulmate feeling it's deeper than it's real it's based on real life experiences and shared like shared experiences and um shared lessons learned and uh you know going through things together and supporting each other through those things and like a strong have each other back know each other type thing rather than just flittery feel goods you know mm -hmm. <laughs> no, it's like, deeper it is it's deeper than that deeper than a soulmate feeling yeah okay Maybe I just define it differently than you. Probably. I mean, like, for sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> for sure. Okay. It is okay. Did we say what we pointed to? We both pointed disagree. to a disagree. Yeah. Next question. It's okay to be friends with your exes. No. Okay, um, wait, I, it would point, be a little oh, weird to me wait, if to you talked to... Point to your thing. I'm still... Point okay. to your thing. What was... How do we phrase it again? It's okay to be friends with your exes. Okay. One, two, three. I would literally lose my shiz. If what? If you were like, so I'm going to go out to lunch with my ex-girlfriend. I didn't know it meant go out to lunch. I'd be like, great, I'll be in Georgia. <laughs> I'm not going out to lunch with somebody of the opposite sex, let alone an ex. What would being friends mean? Um. Yeah, I guess you're right. Being friends means actually doing stuff together. So I don't think I would care. I would mostly just care about the ex before me. I don't think I would care about anyone else. Oh, here's a good one. Okay. Question. This is the last one. I forgot what number. Women should change their last name when they get married. One, two, three. 
it's hard somewhere within strongly disagree I have strong and disagree. feelings about this i don't think the woman should lose her identity as her last name that she's had her whole life i also think that the kids do feel a sense of unity when they all share the same last name but once the kids go and get married all of a sudden it's like it's just, like it's just does everybody keep adding their both their parents last names and the third and fourth fifth generations all have like 20 30 names or does everybody come up with a new last name once they get married and the whole tradition of names passed down goes away? I just feel like um, it's sad that, I mean, if I'm just thinking if I changed my last name to Pennington, I'd be freaking it weirded like, out because it, I don't like, associate with Pennington at all. It feels absurd Besides, to I'm you. married to... You're like, absolutely not. This never. feels absurd. I would never... I'd be like, I'm not a Pennington. I'm yeah. a Seeley. I've been a Seeley my whole life. I had a really hard time doing it and I only did it because I thought I had to or like it was the thing to do or it would be weird not to. Yeah. It took me like a year and a half to finally do it. And like it, I felt really connected to my family and my name naturally. Duh. And I just, it felt so weird to just like drop it. So I ended up not dropping it. I just added, I have four names now mm -hmm. and it, everyone thinks I'm a weirdo. And I'm like, why is it weird? Who cares? But it's even still weird for me. Like, I love you, but I don't feel like a part of your family. Well, like, yeah, when we go to your family events, it's like we're at your family event. It's not like it's my family, too. Right. Just like, because I, I feel you. comfortable around you. I feel like, yeah, I feel comfortable I feel like by marriage, like, I'm a part of their family. But, yeah, like, but I don't feel like a Pennington. I'm like, I'm hanging out with the Penningtons. I don't feel as an like. As an in law. And that's cool because they're you cool. Know, like when you, like, I don't feel like I'm a Pennington. No. And like when I hear my last name, like Pennington. Like, Formally, I yes. I feel something in my heart. Like, yeah, that's who I am. That's my family. I like could care less about our last name. And not in a mean way. It just like, it just means nothing to me. It's just this weird, even it's still shock. Like I still feel this weird feeling when I look at it. Like, oh, that's my name. Like when I see my name, Ashley Seeley. Yeah. Or like when people ask my name. That would be so weird for me to write out Dallin Pennington. Yeah, like when, so when people are like, what's your name? And I tell them it's there's, I don't hesitate or anything, but there's just this like weird feeling. I almost feel like I'm lying when I tell them my name. It's almost Ashley like Seeley. I need to take you to my hometown and have people tell you tales of the Seelys. I just don't care. And how much pride. Like I care so have. much about my family history and like the stories of my family. Yeah. And like, I like it's not, not in a mean way. I don't care. I'm just like not. I don't feel like this need to know it or mm. anything. And then like having kids was weird and giving them the name Seeley. It just felt weird. Right. Yeah. That, that might weird. be controversial, but like, I'm fine with it. That's our name. Maybe that means you don't love me. No, I love you. I'm I just kidding. like, I don't feel any connection to the name Seeley. No, I feel zero connection to Pennington besides like my in-laws that weird I love. To... And like, if you flipped it, like... It would be so, you would be like, that's absurd. I'm not changing my name, even if I marry. Like, no, I'm not changing my name. Yeah. Or like, if all of our kids had my last name, that would feel weird It'd to be you. weird. If George was like, my name is George Pennington. And again, that stems from like women becoming property of their husband instead of their father. Can you imagine like having a plaque above our door that says Pennington and being like, we are the Pennington family. And <laughs> no, these are my three weird. children who bear that no, name. Weird. So it's just like a tradition that still happens, but it's um, outdated and I don't know. I'm like, it's honestly, funny. it's just like a shadow. It's like a remnant of the past that was very, very patriarchal. Yeah, well, that's that. Let us know your thoughts on all these questions. ISNHST podcast at gmail.com. Maybe after this, we'll do a roundup 
of all of your Does anyone opinions else, I on I don't, all of these things because we've said some very opinionated things. Anyone and I'm sure else you have, have weird last name vibes? You like can leave me. comments on YouTube and Facebook as well. Sweet. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Thanks, guys. See ya. Thanks, guys. See ya.